I just watch for my plosives. Yeah, watch your plosives. I'll just try and be softly spoken. Alfie has stolen a microphone thing to stop our plosives popping. And I'm very annoyed with him and he's just hung up on me. So Because he knew he did something wrong. He knew he did something wrong. Apparently I went in at 100. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you did 100% wrong. I think you knew that Jessie was a 100 gal when you met her. So annoying. It's so annoying. And, and you're it, right that they always they always act worse when they know that they've done something wrong. Yeah. They get more defensive. And and then they're so good at arguing. Not all men, but this these men. Our Aries men. These Aries. <laughs> so oh my god, Horatio is the most frustrating person to have an argument with. Because it's like, why are you acting so chill? Mm. But also, why are you using a teacher voice with me? I'm not your little exactly, child. Exactly, the teacher voice thing. Oh, my, apparently I'm childish. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> You're just acting like an 85-year-old man, Professor. It's so frustrating. I can't stand it. And I actually told him off for it the other night because we had a little fight. And um, I was like, if you use that teacher voice with me one more fucking time, I'm out of here. Yeah, but you can't threaten breakup. This is no. He told me very early on in the relationship that I can't threaten a breakup because he's a, every time a girl has done that with him, he's broken up with them. Oh, yes. So we have very limited time to do a quick podcast, um, which we thought we would do because tonight is um, quite a special event to mark the launch of the Sunset paperback. And BB is very kindly doing an event with me, and we haven't talked about what we're doing. And it might be quite a lot of people. It might be no one, but it is sold out, so I reckon someone's coming. <laughs> How many people do you think it will be? It's going to be realistically between 15 and 50, right? No, no, no. It'll be more than 50. Do It'll, you think so? Yeah. Oh, well, I hope to, I hope so. Yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking cosy bookshop. No, gonna be you've in been this. to Waterstones Piccadilly. No, I don't think so. You've never been to Waterstones Piccadilly. It's the main Waterstones, the flagship Waterstones. Where is it? It's the one on the Strand. No, it's the one at the end of the Strand. As it, you know, behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boots. The one on the Strand. Okay, I've been inside of there, it's but I know where near boots. Yeah, <laughs> it's near. Um, it's near the don't BAFTA. Tap the microphone with your pencil. It's near the BAFTA. Place. Yes, exactly. Yeah, near, okay. next to Daunt. Okay, yeah, it's next to... It's oh, huge. Okay, yeah. So, so I, haven't on, been, I haven't been to the events space. Well, the event space is, I think, just a floor. It's just the floor. Okay. So there's like, it's multi, multi-floored, the Waterstones. Yeah. And it's on one of the floors. Oh, okay. And so they'll arrange chairs and us in front of people. And it's going to be 50 people-ish. But they do... 50 to 100 max. I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to estimate like 80 Fingers crossed, because I'm a bit nervous about it. But, but, okay, this is what we're talking about. It's just basically a chat. Yeah, uh, about it's just a chat. sisters and us and um, the process of me writing the book and you being involved and us developing it for TV and siblings and trauma and grief and all of that fun stuff. And it's it's basically a live podcast but focused on, Focus so on, the book. on Sunset. So we can just be really upbeat and, and also the, the, the themes of the be book. Be silly. Be really silly. And the themes of the book of these two sisters can tear each other to pieces. Sure, there's sort of codependency, but is it codependency? Well, they can tear each other to pieces, but still be incredibly close. So that sibling bond that's kind of unbreakable. Yes. And talk about that a lot with our own fights. Yeah. Um, oh yeah we can talk about some of the fights that we've had yeah and especially our dynamic as well which the characters are based on of me being older yeah kind of more organized and together in certain ways than than you are me being um the wreck (laughs) 
fucking bitch. Well, Ruth is a rat, isn't she? Yeah, but she's also the main character. Yeah, so exactly. well, I guess you could say, <laughs> I guess you could say that I got protagonist energy. Basically, that's what I'm interpreting it as. You do, um, you do, and I have like yeah, you know, fun. Die too young, like she's just too perfect to live. Energy. No, you have um, sweet sidekick who gives a bit of goofy advice energy. <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk about. Um, also, the parents, because they're so different to our parents mm-hmm. as well. I think that's mm-hmm. quite an interesting... You know what? I just started reading Sorrow and Brit- Bliss. Oh, it's great, yeah. It's, it's good, but it was funny because I was just thinking about the parallels between the way that she's written the parents, you've written the parents, and the fact that the books came out at the same time. What with the show-busy parent vibes. Yeah, but yes, and the mum's kind of like never... Having parties and stuff yeah, like that, just reminding yeah. me of us. But I liked, I liked yours yeah. better. I didn't... I, I, I'm going to bitch about Sorrow and Bliss just because I found the the unnamed illness that she had i just wish and, and everyone's like oh that's so powerful that she didn't call it you know postpartum psychosis or um no not postpartum sorry i'm that's too too, too on the nose there with me um, <laughs> <Freudian>. <laughs> um what is it called Schiz- schiz- schizophrenia yeah that's essentially what she has isn't it i've only just started it so oh, sorry thanks yeah. for the big spoiler sorry. um <laughs> surely you got that vibe oh yeah, yeah. big time big yeah. time big time it's very i didn't pick it up and think oh this isn't going to be about mental health <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so yeah, so we're going to talk about siblings. I'm just re- making notes of this because uh, I want to be able to look at this when I'm on stage. Siblings, trauma, grief, codependency, fighting, older sister, younger sister dynamic, parents, and then we can get onto the meat of uh, trauma. Yeah, the specific loss of sudden, sudden loss, sudden. Uh, extreme trauma but also people are, i think they're going to want to hear a little bit about your writing process as well because yes. that's what we have spoken about when we've last done events so i thought that we could talk about our la trip oh yeah that was such an important trip for me in terms of inspiration uh well true to form you know i i do too many different things and so when this opportunity came up to write a book i suddenly became a reader yeah when I was never really like a huge reader so on that trip I really it was the first time I I really continued to read since that trip and I remember reading normal people because mm. <laughs> you were just auditioned for it yeah and I, well. I just like devoured it in like two days yeah but you probably devoured it in two days because you thought that that could be you playing oh character. obviously yeah, oh my god oh my god it's a completely different experience when you read a book because you're auditioning for the oh my god adaptation. maybe we could just use tonight just a bitch about sally rooney <laughs> <laughs> with the stack of her books they can't fit into the shop behind us no because we already did our um book review episode didn't we yeah. on um what's her latest book called only people where you world something Wonderful beautiful world. Beautiful world, where are you? Beautiful world, where yeah, are you? I knew that, actually. I was just being bitchy. Um, yeah, Sally, I mean, did you, I mean, have you seen the reviews for the, no, the Conversations with Friends? No, awful. Oh, great, because I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I mean, the thing is, I didn't watch Normal People because, like I've spoken about before, I was like, you know, it just made me too bitter and jealous. And now it's been too long and I'm just like, mm, weird. I don't think I'll watch it. Um, but I was actually curious to watch Conversation with the Friends. I don't have the same attachment. I mean, I did also audition for it, but it's like, for some reason, I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. I like Jemima Kirk. But the reviews are so bad that I'm just sort of like, <laughs> what would be the point? They say it's the most slow-moving, self-indulgent, like, badly um, accented, because loads of the people aren't Irish, distinctly un-Irish feeling book that has none of the soul of normal people because she didn't write it. Sadie Rooney didn't write the screenplay for this. Her writing partner, who she wrote Normal People with, is now doing this on her own, and apparently it's just, like, not good at all. Oh, so Sally's got a little out there. 
Yeah, Sally's gone out. She can say, "Oh well, I would, didn't I?" She I didn't write it. Oh, so it was just like the fact that she didn't even write it. That just shows she doesn't really give a shit. But she's got too many things to do, hasn't she? But yeah, I've heard that it isn't very good. And Jemima Kirk on her vibe on Instagram right now is fucking <laughs> wild. I kind of love that she does seem like a real person. She doesn't actually seem like she's been impacted by her celebrity that much. She seems like, had she not been a girl, she would have been a very cool bohemian mum in New York who would have been known amongst the sort of upper echelons of society. And she still has that vibe now. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. If she hadn't have done Girls, she would be kind of... She would already have a presence somehow. Yeah, she would be an undiscovered gem. She would be a NYC it girl, darling. It's just the fact that she happens to be famous. But she doesn't carry a celebrity's energy because the stuff that she posts on Instagram is bananas. It is bananas. That video sent me of her dancing. Five videos a in a row. A carousel. A carousel. Five, just a carousel. Same, same video. And she splits it up into loads of different She's parts. She's not caring about stats, is she? No bra. She's constantly smoking. <laughs> Like, and people are commenting, why are you glamorizing cigarettes? And she's like, I fucking love cigarettes. I'm glad she loves cigarettes because she's too beautiful and I want her to age. Yeah, big time, big time. But she's annoyingly one of those people that hasn't, seemingly doesn't, it doesn't, hasn't been impacted. Well, BB, you'll see, in 10 years time, we'll be a switch and she'll suddenly be old. Yeah, but then she'll be 40 and she'll have enjoyed. She's, excuse me, uh, I guess she's only a few years older than me. I was just like. In 10 years time, she'll be in her 40s, yeah. Yeah, but I was I was going to say she should be in her 50s, but I keep remembering I'm the same age as these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she'll have just had a... She'll have, yeah, who cares? If you She's still old. going out with that guy? Yeah, Alex Hammerin. Oh, good. I'm glad that they're still going out. I love Alex Hammerin. Yeah, he is pretty cool. His I music like, is so good. I like the music video where she's a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And also I went to an Alex Cameron gig and I once brushed arms with this guy and he was wearing a pink shirt and I thought it was like the most romantic thing that had oh, ever Oh, I remember you saying about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to Sunset. Sorry, um, back to Sunset, yeah. Uh, so we'll, we won't bitch about Sally Rooney. Yeah. But we will talk that about... So <laughs> this is a- we just spend the whole hour just bitching about all the authors we don't like. So we're going to talk about um, inspirations for the book, like the LA trip. What are some other inspirations did you find? Like, what, what were It big- was one particular photo I saw on Instagram. Yeah, one particular photo I saw on Instagram. Photo on Instagram. jumping off a cliff, yeah. Um, that changed everything. And if I hadn't seen that photo, I wouldn't, if I hadn't gone to Instagram that day, I wouldn't have written this book. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, that's, that's I think, quite symbolic then of what the book is about, which is about these chance moments mm. and your whole life can change. Yeah. That's really cool. You should definitely talk about that because that's thematic. Yeah. That's thematic. But yeah, this idea that one decision you make can transform the rest of your life it can end your life and it also can alter the lives around you and do you think that in your life have there been many moments where you have realized looking back that that changed a whole new path of my life absolutely so let's let, have, maybe have a think about some of those moments you don't have to tell me now be good to talk yeah. about them fresh that's really good you but, just went on teach mode okay so yeah so one decisions so decisions decisions that have altered your life that, think about that today. Think, think about that. that. Decisions that have altered your Coffee life. Coffee Republic closing. Don't you dare. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I want it to be fresh in my brain. Um, decisions that have altered your life. So. Um, You're looking at my handwriting and thinking, oh, no, shit. No, no, no. I'm just trying to hear of the baby screaming downstairs because this is the longest I will have been away from him f- since he was born. And you can talk about being pregnant, writing being sunset. Pregnant, now, like having had a whole different pregnancy experience second time round yeah you know exactly and also I think the mistakes I made with promoting it last time which I would really like to talk about because 
very often with these kind of things, people think, oh, you have a team talking to you about this kind of thing and you have an agent who's helping you with every decision you make and you have a stylist and you have... It's like, we do, we do not have any... Well, obviously, we have agents because, you know, we do things, but... You wouldn't know! <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't bloody know, would you? Um, I'm knocking but, on the door. Hey, stop, something! <laughs> but you know what I mean? We... It's all very DIY. Yeah. And I think last time I, I tried to play ball with the promotion side of things. So I I did let get lent some dresses and I, I did get a publicist and I did go on the things. And I was I really thought that those things would be the right things to do. But I look back and now I think I probably would have been better off not spending the money on a publicist. Obviously, it did help me a lot, and it did go to number one, so maybe that's a result of the purposes, but, or is it my own Instagram, or is it my own promotion? And this time, I just tried to be like, okay, I've written a book. I don't have money to get a publicist. I'm not going to go on the one show, because they won't have me, and I've just got to live with that. I'm never going to go on the one show. And Why <laughs> wouldn't they let you on the one show? That just baffles me. You're like the most one show friendly person ever. Um, <laughs> cut it down, we'll cut it down. Um, so, okay, so... We're so talking about the, the, the behind the scenes of getting a book out there. Behind the scenes like of getting about. a book out there. Behind the scenes of getting a book out and there. And mistakes I made with promotion for the hardback I would like to talk about. Okay, behind, behind the scenes of getting a book out there. Can you hear my pencil? ASMR, oh, yeah. especially without the plosive thing behind the scenes extremely smar a book smar <laughs> behind the scenes getting a book out yeah Ooh, professional okay back to book talk so i remember in some of the old previous events that we've done i was like asking you about like your particular writing style why you don't like to write really sort of frilly um prosaic text do you what want me prosaic mean i i to be honest i actually don't know <laughs> to be honest i actually don't know i think it's the relevant word for what i'm talking about but it might not be i'm talking about like frilly like over eloquent you know loads of extra adjectives and all that descriptive yeah. writing you don't like writing in that style in terms of like the landscape so i remember in the previous book events i asked you a lot about yeah, that do you want nice. me to yeah continue definitely. down that road again definitely, okay so jesse's um unique writing style and i can talk about how your previous well, all of your different professions, how they've influenced. So you. I think that yeah. should be in the intro, the um, previous professions. So I think you should say, we're here today to celebrate the paperback launch of Sunset by Jessie Cave, who's my sister. And we're going to have a conversation in front of you guys for an hour. And we're going to be talking about everything to do with the book and our relationship. Yes. Um, Jessie's had a very varied career. Varied career. She started out in uh, as an as a water nymph in Inkheart, and she went on to be in Harry Potter and then get no work. Yeah, um, she gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> gained a bunch of weight. She, Lost her again. She got into a job in the West End. She got blacklisted from the theatre. Um, <laughs> um, she got pregnant by a one night stand. She got pregnant by a one night stand after having tried sperm donation with her mum, and then everyone I thinking didn't they try were sperm donation. You 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 flirted with the idea. I was very keen on the idea. Yeah, and people thought that you and our mum were a strange lesbian couple. Yeah, that but that was more me just kind of worried that I would never get a boy friend and nice. thinking that nice natural response natural response at 20 at 21 yeah but uh, go straight to sperm donation well i was also developing the like the you know thing i think to get the sperm donation stuff just yeah. in case yeah um and then go on to she wrote her first comedy show in 2012 which i starred in yeah um i was the star of that show <laughs> um and that led to tv development for a decade uh which came to no fruition nice okay so this is a joke right i'm not no. actually going to say any of that no i think you should say all of that really i think you should say all of that because that's 
I started writing because I wasn't getting a work as an actress and I did YouTube videos with you since since you were a teenager. I think we got to be honest. Sure. Okay, cool. Love yeah. it. Love it. Let's go for the raw honest thing. Let's let's make some people uncomfortable. And she um, so she, the writing for TV was kind of soul destroying. So let's talk let's have a segment about TV development. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. TV development. So just do a funny intro yeah. about my career yeah, and then we go into it. Yeah. Talk a bit about podcasting together. Podcasting um, together and how that massively has, and doing a show together as well. But the, I think this should end it. Making something out of something devastating yes, yes. is very cathartic and helpful. And some people don't go that way. Some people choose to ignore and to be silent and to keep it very contained but my way of responding to things whatever it is in my life is to make something out of it yes okay cool so that's going to be a quite a nice place to sort of wrap things yeah. up isn't and it? then we can ask some q and a's and hopefully it's yeah yeah who is your favorite character in harry potter what kind of wand did you use <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah oh my god i hope that i don't fuck it up you won't. It's, I just haven't it, done a. I haven't done a, a like an event like this for ages, probably for like a year. So yeah, but it's if, if you fuck it up, I'll tell you. Sure, sure, up, sure. And then sure. we'll make a joke of it. The more casual we can make it, yeah. let's just treat it like it's a live. podcast. It is a live podcast. They they just want us. They just want something to mark the occasion. Sure. They they want us to just be ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it will be funny. No okay, cool, what. cool. And BB's got her Kim Kardashian. Uh, I got my skims on today, everyone. I do have my skims bodysuit on, and it's doing nothing for me. And it's actually making me look more square shaped. <laughs> You're not square shaped at all. No, I know. So that's why it's crazy that it's okay. making me look square shaped. Because yeah. because the thing is, it's not it's not tight enough material to actually shrink my waist, <laughs> but it is tight enough material to cut a huge old wedgie into my ass and my hips. Squeeze she's those inwards. A new body shape, the square. Yeah, she's making. A, she's pioneering like, the square. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it really doesn't look that good. But I didn't now bring a bra, so I either I've wear got the. Spare bra. Can I? Yeah, I've got that. My boobs are way. Bra. My boobs are way bigger than yours. But this this bra is quite big. How big? I don't know, but it's, it looks like your size. Thank you. It's lilac. Nice. Okay, yeah. cool. That'd be perfect. I need to find it. Yeah, because this is just giving me no support and no, doing nothing I was for say, me. Yeah, you do I look a bit saggy? Don't you I? Just, you don't look like you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did a hot yoga class this morning and I was running late. Um, and I was meeting my uh, older brother there. So um, I had to run, and yeah, in a nothing, nothing. My boobs, I think, are actually like two centimetres saggier from the running that I did without a bra on this morning. You've got to hold them when you run. It's I like know, you've got but to hold my I top bun. You've got to hold your boobs. I had to hold my, I had to hold my two top buns because oh, I had two buns. So oh. I decided to go for the bun, not, not the boobs. Crazy, crazy decision for me to have made. Crazy decision. Well, do you feel like very zen after the hot yoga? Do you think oh, it's a good yeah, thing yeah, for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, hate time. it? I love it <laughs> and I want to become a yoga person. I can't afford to because it's so expensive. Yeah. But you never know. Maybe if I get a good job or something like that. But you can definitely do yoga at home. Are you sure that you're hot just not enjoying different. the heat? No, no, hot yoga is different. Hot yoga is different. It's, it's not. It's, yoga is yoga. You're yoga is yoga, room. but hot room, you get so much more flexible. Your joints are limber. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But you kind of do a lot of that. You think you're doing more exercise than you are. You're just getting so hot. So you're just a bitch? <laughs> That's what you are. You're just a bitch. So maybe it's just a hot room, but you're just a bitch. That's what that is. It's, it's the exercise for people who don't like exercise. Exactly. So finally I found my okay. calling. <laughs> okay, you bitch. <laughs> Try to fuck off. Thanks. I'm the one that's zen. Okay, yeah, you're so zen. I am. Um, I am. So yeah, I. <laughs> so I've gone now about three days without having coffee. 
Oh my god, I would never do that. I know, but you need to. No, I don't. You're, Have you seen how you're gonna one day meet a doctor who's like, do you know what? I'm just cure everything for you. Not drinking coffee. And what do you mean? What cure everything? Co- I'm already cured. Coffee is a drug, BB. Coffee, and I know that I've taken the drug for many years, but coffee is an actual drug. And you probably drink how many coffees a day? Oh my god, only two. Only two. Two at home. Yeah, two at home. Never have more than two. And what about an out coffee? An out coffee, I only get half the days. Oh, really? Maybe less than that. Sometimes sometimes I only get an out coffee twice a week, genuinely. And then I have two coffees at at home. Oh, that's Which are just maybe with instant coffee. It's not that strong. Yeah, that's true. I thought you had more than that sometimes. I mean, sure, some days I'll have three and then I feel the headache. So I don't don't tend to go over two coffees a day. Just checking in on you. Um, How many coffees have I had today? I have had three coffees today. Yeah, that I can tell. (laughs) Um, But so... (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, he no, no, no I, I can't tell honestly but it definitely has made me feel slightly more calm and tired but calm I don't drink coffee past 12 p.m yeah that's a good rule that's a good rule to yeah. have isn't it unless you're going out I, I think I'm I'm more like the hot oat milk by this point it's you like the hot oat milk I like you can just drink hot, you can just drink a bit of hot oat milk and then you get that coffee substitute yeah, no, I'm drinking decaf. Oh, yeah, well, then yeah, it doesn't yeah, help. Then, you just yeah. still, then you're still there. Yeah, I'm still there. It's just, I, I just like going to the coffee shop, you know, and getting that little buzz you get. You just, I love you get picking up a hot girl coffee. Yeah. Sip, sip. Walking down the street. Everybody looking at me. Hey, look at that. <laughs> We've just talked about this for a while now because oh, we're trying oh, oh, to oh, fill the time that we had to cut um, <laughs> talking about too many people. So oh, fine. yeah. I didn't realise that this was a real podcast. We have a little baby coming up now. Hello, Tenny. Come and say hello. Come here. Do you want to come and say hello? Do you want to come and say hello? Come here. If you're wondering why my voice is a bit croaky, I've had a, a bit of a, a, a cold for the last week, so apologise if I sound a bit like a foghorn. Oh. Can you say hello? Can, can you say, say hello? Uh, uh, can you say... Can you say hello? Can you say hi? Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, 10-10-10, nice. what, what sound does a doggy make? Perfect, exactly. Mark. Oh. No, don't press the microphone. Can you... What sound does a duck make? Sarah what sound, and... What Sarah. sound does a duck make? Come on, perform, Ten. Perform! <laughs> He's not going to make it. Okay. Well, this has been great. Um, Wish us luck for tonight. I guess this will be out after we've actually done it. Um, but if you're maybe going to be there, you never know. Or maybe you already came. Were we amazing? Did, was it a smash... Or was it? Did, did some? Was something all? Did something awful happen? <laughs> did one of us fall over? Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Love yous. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's so weird. It's buzzing. Speak again, BB. Hello. What? Speak again. Hello, hello, hello. Oh no, that's my thing in my eye where it flickers. Oh.